The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear an earful of brilliance from a marketer who has brought an iconic brand to life. Ready to hear the secrets and untold stories behind the brand you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where, as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. Joining us is Christian Lachelle, who is the Chief Creative Officer at BRC Imagination Arts, which is a full-service strategic design and production company that translates brand and culture stories into transformative human experiences. For more than 40 years, they've stood on the front lines helping their clients build more meaningful, enduring relationships with audience around the globe for some of the most respected and acclaimed brands and culture destinations in the world, including World of Coca-Cola, the Henry Ford, Guinness, Storehouse, and many more. Talked about in our last episode, Johnny Walker Princess Street Experiences, which kind of freaking blew my mind. Like, I don't know, six or eight levels of just sensory experience, storytelling back in Johnny Walker's homeland. It it was super cool. We got into it very late because we went all over the place like normal. But uh, today, I want to talk to Christian more about experiential marketing uh, generally, of course. But we also want to talk about the Ford Roge All right, let's jump into it. I'm with Christian Lachelle, again, the Chief Creative Officer at BRC Imagination Arts. Okay, we screwed up last time and we got into the Johnny Walker stuff way too late. So let's dive into the Ford stuff right off the bat and let's see where the conversation takes us. I know we'll have some more experiential questions and I want to give our marketers like maybe the top three things they need to be thinking about experientially and maybe even who who and how to maybe hire people like yourself that that are pros at experiential and how how to think about that. But let's jump into Ford. Yeah, Ford, great project. It's kind of interesting on my feed the other day, we've worked on the Ford Rouge factory tour a couple of times now. And when we opened the project, it was 20 years ago. And it, it actually wow. was the first. It was the first attraction in our industry to get a lead uh, because of the environmental goals that were done for Ford, Bill Ford, and the architect Bill McDonough. So I was just sort of revisiting how that whole thing started and and the journey that we had. And of course, we've been reinventing it as the F one fifty has evolved uh, through through time. So it's an exciting project. It's one of the only. It's actually one of the only automotive tours actually in the United States that you can go and visit. And of course, it's the it's a flagship for the Ford Motor Company. And where is it located? It's located in Dearborn, Michigan. And it's actually a really interesting relationship because it is not only Ford Motor Company who obviously builds their F-150s there. And it's a factory that has storied past and, and legacy. But it's also a relationship with the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation. And they have a a collaborative relationship. So they actually run the operation for the the Ford Motor Company. And it's a great symbiotic relationship between those those two institutions to bring visitors into the heart of American manufacturing. That's awesome. 
And man, some of these historic brands, the opportunity to leverage tourism for their town with the history of, of the brand. Any CMOs or VPs of marketing who I know listen to this show, sounds like you'd be a great person to talk to about these kind of legacy big time projects. I do want to switch gears a little bit because some of these, I think sometimes the brands are so big and old and daunting. Like I remember I was just actually in Los Olivos in Santa Barbara and I, there was like one of these cousins that were part of the Carhartt family that now are making wine. And the way they left the story of Carhartt with the way they're now making wine, I thought was super interesting. So I, I totally can understand these history brands like Fender. Like, by the way, someone listen to the show, like get Christian in touch with Fender. They should do something with Scottsdale as a side note. But what about others, maybe smaller brands? Like how can they be thinking of maybe this storytelling and sensory? Because I'm thinking, is that at events? Is that at like your... Are people actually going to come to your headquarters? Are you leveraging your sponsor? Like how do you implement sensory and story in maybe only the channels that I'm thinking of is like maybe a headquarters or other experiential sponsorship. Like how should maybe medium to smaller size brands be thinking about this? Yeah, I think um, if you have a... Again, most companies, even if it's an origin story or something interesting, it, it doesn't, again, have to be a 200-year storied brand like Johnny Walker, 125 years or 30 years with Ford. How you tell your story matters. I mean, at the end of the day who you're telling that to. So we work across a lot of different landscapes, whether that's business to business, sometimes it's business to government, and we're talking to different audiences. I think the key thing is where you start is who's your audience and what are you trying to have in terms of that relationship? If it's a consumer relationship and it's it's audiences that are more public, then how do you let them into the tent? Like they want to learn more about what you're doing and you're an uh, on the scene, brand new beverage brand and you want to sort of let people know what you're doing and why you're doing it and the purpose behind what you're doing. If you're Nike, you know, if you're larger, hey, great, you know, let people into into the tent. But I think the most important thing is that many years ago, there were a lot of corporate museums, you know, it was very much a, you walk in and you sort of look at things and look at how great we are, right? I think that that's all a, a me message, you know, hey, look at how good, you know, look at all the awards that we got for as a company. I think what we always say is like, the okay brand homes or corporate, you know, visitor centers or whatever museums, they sort of celebrate the world of the corporation. The better ones celebrate the world of the, the product, but the best ones celebrate the world of the audience, right? So who's your audience and what can you do to reward them for spending time with you? How can you pull them into your story? And I think the most important thing is say, okay, if they're coming in one way, how do they come out of this experience, whatever it happens to be, a room, a sort of experiential museum, a tour? How do they come out transformed? And what is the goal that you want to achieve? Like, what are the real measurable difference that you want to make in that audience? You know, if you're working for Boeing, which we've done some work for that and them in the past, I mean, you know, they're selling planes to United and other companies or they're selling them to the military or whatever. There's different audiences depending on who you're working with, Right. So I think the key thing, it doesn't matter how big you are or small you are or where you're starting, figure out who that audience is that you need to be speaking with or have a relationship with. Start there, start in the heart of what they're looking for, and then figure out how you can marry those values with the values of your brand and bring that story to life in a meaningful and engaging way. And hopefully in an emotional way that makes people feel something. I love what you said. It was uh, definitely grammable. And I, I'm going to screw it up. But I, I mean, really make, make the audience the star is what I took away. I mean, celebrate your audience, not the corporation, not about the products, but about the audience. That's pretty cool. 
And I'm thinking about a number of museums and, and things I've been to, like Fiestable, I've been a part of for a long time, and, and that they have like their Fiestable Museum in Scottsdale. And it, it isn't celebrating the audience the right way, to your point. I think maybe the journey you could take CMOs and brands down to get the framework right for the right experiential, the right tours, where it's a sensory experience that changes you in some way. That's kind of what I took away from this conversation. I think it's really brilliant. And it sounds like there's a ton of opportunity for brands in this space because I bet you look at it all the time. <laughs> like I do, I'll, I'll watch a TV commercial or I'll, I'll see a sports sponsorship or an Instagram thing and I'll be like, oh man, like what the heck? That's terrible. <laughs> like this, right. this, be doing things better. It's probably like people that work in flooring or people that work in home building. They're like, oh man, look at that. Or look at this. This needs to be better. That needs to be better. I, I, I can imagine you seeing just a ton of opportunity in this space. Maybe leave our audience here with maybe last final words of what other things we should be thinking about as marketers. And you've given us a ton. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no worries. Well, I think the key thing is it's all about ultimately connecting with your audiences in a meaningful way. The way to do that is finding, again, what are they looking for? And then how do you create an engaging experience or story that then connects the dots? That really brings those two things together. And ultimately, when you do that, great things happen because you can, if you're thinking about this long term, there's ways now to measure this. I think for a long time, experiential was kind of, well, let's do a big event invite the, the party to the street and hope something happens, right? Hand out a bunch of drinks and let's hope that somebody converts. For a long time, people didn't measure it. They just assumed that things were happening. But I would say a couple of things. One, make sure you, you have a great story and a great experience and it's moving things emotionally. Second, make sure you find ways to measure that. There are lots of tools today where we can actually see that conversion and actually show how it's converting and what it's doing long-term for the brand. And if you're not measuring it, you're probably missing a trick. And then the third thing is you have to do it with quality. I think sometimes you can sort of think, oh, I'm just going to do something simple or I'm going to try this thing and it's just going to be a pop-up or, or sort of you don't really... It doesn't have the sort of deep thinking that it needs sometimes, And I'm, if I'm just being fair. But I think if you put the time into it and you do something of quality and you respect your audience and you make them the star... Great things can happen. And you were talking about fandom earlier. It is about celebrating that world of the audience and, and who they are and giving them something. We got to reward people for their time and for their loyalty and the things that they do. And a lot of the experiences we create actually do that. I love that. And measurement, of course, I'm sure we could talk a whole episode about that. But man, just maybe just boiling it down simple, like celebrate your audience. That's, the, I think, the big takeaway from the last few episodes. And of course, the story, how do you intertwine those things? And then a missed opportunity around sensory. I mean, just a, some great takeaways. All right, I'm gonna wrap up this episode of the Rebrand Podcast. Man, Christian Lachelle, Chief Creative Officer at BRC Imagination Arts. And big thanks for coming on. Again, we're going to put uh, Christian's info, his LinkedIn information on our website. So if you want to find more information, brcweb.com, brcweb.com. Uh, another link in our show notes, of course, uh, we're going to have everything you want at our website, rebrandpod.com. So if you forget something, you want guest information, you want contact information, we're going to put it all there for you. And again, we, we're working on our newsletter, so you can subscribe to our newsletter. And this is where you can also become a guest speaker. So we're getting tons and tons of really interesting guest speaker applications I love. Uh, some people actually knew and, and applied. Other people I didn't know. So it, it's been a ton of fun. And again, let's get through this. We're, of course, uh, you can find me on all the channels uh, just at 
at Scott Harkey at all the channels, Instagram, Facebook. I think Twitter is Sharky AC for me. We're building up rebrand, but I put out content just mostly personally. So I look for that. And again, if you haven't subscribed, we're close to 5,000 subscribers, marketing people that listen to this every day. I passed the 100,000 download mark, which is really fun. I guess that's a cool metric. What my podcast people tell me, that's a big deal. So uh, just thanks for the support. And remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. Oh,